everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1572. Uh, driving back from hospital, it's a Saturday, and we are, I've got the rest of today, Sunday, Monday, so two and a half days before I fly to LA. And so I've left early from uh, seeing my daughter today in hospital. She was in a good spirit today, so that was that was nice. Spent some time, and I've had to cut it short. So here's the deal: I have the last two years and um, two and a half years, whatever it is. It's been three years since I've travelled internationally. It's been the two years since uh, two and a half years that COVID's been going. Haven't had it that I'm aware of. I mean, who knows how these things, you know, hang around in you. I get a text message while I'm in the hospital from a lady that I spent a bit of time with over the last, uh, when did I, I did an interview with her on Wednesday. Um, saw her on uh, Friday as well. So on Wednesday, and she just sent me a text message saying she's got COVID. And she said she just tested positive to COVID this morning. She had a sore throat. She thought it was for some other reason. And then she's got COVID. So I'm thought, oh, holy crap. So I'm in a hospital setting. Uh, I wear an N95 mask. When I was in my daughter's room, so it's all you know, closed off. I don't wear a mask. And so now talk about paranoia on the highest level. Um, I'm going home to, to do a test. I have, uh, you know, now that she's told me that, not, you know, you're not really conscious of, of certain things at the time, but now that she's told me, I'm thinking, well, actually, I do have a bit of something in my throat. You know, is it just a bit of dehydration? Is it, you know, my hay fever's playing up a little bit today? And of course, now I'm completely paranoid and thinking, oh, you've got to be joking. Now I'm thinking about, uh, you know, obviously I would be uh, fine with COVID. It doesn't, like I've had four vaccinations, a flu shot, etc. So I'm going to uh, be quite okay from that perspective. But if I get COVID, I don't even know whether I can travel um, to start with. If I can get on the plane, if I'm COVID positive, I don't even know that yet. But even if I am, it's like, how long does it stay in your system that, that I'm going to do tests for and I'm continuing to show up positive? I've heard them talk about weeks uh, where it still shows up. Um, I have to do a COVID positive, uh, sorry, a COVID test before I attend each day of the event that I'm going to. And if I test positive, I, I don't get to uh, attend. I don't get to interview the celebrity. I don't get to do any of those things. And this is the last one. It's like, you've got to be joking. Could you go for two and a half years, not get COVID, and the moment that you're about to, you know, travel, you get it, and then you can't do any of the experiences. So then I'm thinking, okay, the immediate risk management side of me is like, well, uh, you know, I've spent the money on the, uh, the ticket to go and also the, the conference ticket. Now, um, they're, they're very understanding. Maybe they would transfer... You know what I've spent to uh, you know, another experience that they do in the future, maybe. 
Um, so I think that's probably the least of the worries, but obviously I wouldn't get to experience this particular, uh, you know, celebrity, etc. whoever they were going to, uh, you know, give me. Uh, I think about the airfare, I think about the accommodation. Accommodation, I'm sharing with someone. Um, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't cancel it for her uh, because of the, she's going, so I need to have a conversation with her about what she wants to do with that. Uh, side of things and whether she can find someone else to share or whether she just wants me to cancel it and she find her own own uh, you know source of accommodation uh, I think the airfare which has been paid for uh, whether there's uh, my insurance policy my travel insurance policy um, I'm sure there's a COVID clause in there that would allow me to uh, even with the airline or Qantas to get a, a full refund of that or it would probably just be a credit uh, in you know, sitting my account for God knows how long uh, until I want to travel to the US again. So yes, I'm anxious. I'm about a 45 minute trip away from getting home and thinking, oh, please, please, please. No, I don't mind if I get it when I come back or whatever, but not, not now. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me now? So I've had to leave my daughter. So I'm in hospital thinking, well, crap, what if I give it to, to her? So I was hugging her and whatever. Um, so I've left like an hour, an hour and 20 minutes early than I was planning to leave her. But then, of course, I'm in a hospital. So I'm thinking about the nurses that I could pass it on to, the, um, the, the sick kids that are in there as well. What if I give it to somebody and they, they pass away because their immune system is compromised? So I thought... Our best thing to do is just get out of there. Um, so the only thing I feel right now is I can feel a little bit, like I said, in my throat. But I wasn't sure whether that was because of the, the hay fever today, the extra sneezing, those sorts of stuff. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. And so then I'm going to have to communicate with the clients that I've seen today, the last couple of days, and say, look, maybe just take a test in the next few days and see how, how you're feeling and just be aware um, but I tell you, if I get it, oh man, I will be so peeved at the person that gave it to me. I'd be so peeved. But let's not try and manifest that bad energy. What do you do? Hey, what do you do? You can make up a whole bunch of different scenarios. And we always immediately go to the worst case. And let's just say that uh, I do have it. Then what will I do? Well, first thing I'll do is I will uh, go into crisis management mode. I'll probably reach out to uh, my friend Heather, who I was sharing the, uh, the room with over there, and say, holy crap, this is what's happened. Um, she's a bit closer to the ground over there. I'll say, what do you reckon I'll, I should do? And I will then reach out to the organization, my coach's organization, and say, look, this is the situation, what do you suggest, etc. Obviously, if I'm gonna, yeah, if you, if you test positive for a number of days, I think what I would do is say, well, okay, I'll test today, I'll test tomorrow, which will be Sunday, I'll test Monday as well, I'll test, I think Tuesday is possibly too, um, too late because, uh, you know, what I have to do with the airfare, etc., etc. 
but I will I will do those things. I will I will test the next few days uh, just to see. Obviously, yeah, if I'm positive, then I'll see am I still positive tomorrow? Am I still positive the next day? And uh, then work out. I'll contact my travel agent. Say, look, this is what's happened. What do you suggest? What's my policy allow for? Um, yeah, what can I do with the ticket? Um, obviously, I'll talk to my coach first and see what they they suggest. I'll do some googling to see how long does it stay around in the system uh, because it would be a complete waste of time for me to travel over there, and you know I wouldn't be able to network with people. I wouldn't be able to attend the event. Uh, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know from that perspective. And then I would, uh, I would probably just stay here uh, because there's no point in me travelling that way to just have this giant carrot dangled in front of me that I can't take a chunk out of. Uh, so be, yeah, it'd be terrible. I'm packed pretty much. I've got a few more things to pack. I'm in the, the closing stages of getting ready, but then you have to move on you know it happens for a reason right so obviously it's happening now for a reason maybe it's because it's for me to stay here for some reason maybe it's for my daughter maybe it's saying no you need to stay here for that something's going to happen or she needs you or or something and even though again physically pardon me if I've got COVID I can't go in to visit her uh, then you know, maybe it's just by phone. Maybe there's a reason, right? And, uh, you know, I quickly move on. Uh, I can be unhappy. I'm sure the person that has given it, if I have it, that's given it to me will feel incredible guilt, which would not be my int- intention or desire for her to feel guilt. It's just one of those things. And she wouldn't have wanted it. She wouldn't have known that she was passing it on. Uh, I was in a meeting yesterday uh, with her and like 50 other people as well in our networking meeting. I was the only person wearing N95 masks because I'm now taking those extra precautions to make sure that I I don't get sick. Um, So I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get it. Uh, So yeah, there'll be a big part of me, I suppose, trying to put her mind at rest. That look, you know, it's just one of those things. Maybe I've already had COVID and just don't know it. Um, so if you feel okay, you're not going to test. Like I'm, let's just say she didn't have it. I wasn't going to do a test between. Well, maybe I would have. I don't know. Maybe I would have done one um, tomorrow, Monday, something just out of curiosity to see. Well, if I now get it, it's going to be from the plane. It's going to be from something else. Um, so. But I'm going to finish this recording uh, shortly. Uh, but I will come back. It'll be in two parts. I'll come back and tell you whether I'm positive or negative. And then we'll go from there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so I'm going to just focus on whatever comes my way. And then you deal with it when it comes. And I think this is one of the, the keys of practicing adaptability. Um, I can't, you can't do anything about it can't do anything about it like it it happens I've got to cut the 
the grass today in that was in readiness for for traveling perhaps i've got a really busy day uh, tomorrow if it pours with rain i was it's looking very overcast and we're supposed to get some some storms and stuff uh if it rains i can't do anything about that i, I can't change the fact that it's raining i can't put a giant umbrella up over my my house and say okay we can you can cut the grass and you know, not get wet or whatever. I had a couple of choices. Either just don't cut the grass or and watch it rain. Or I cut the grass anyway and that's what I'll be doing. I'll be cutting it anyway. But I'll do the COVID test first because if I test positive then I can probably cut it tomorrow at home rather than today. I find the, the more uh, issues that, that come your way you become a, a much better uh, problem solver and that's that's where I focus my energy now. You know, we had a you know some drama come up in our, our networking group over the last last few days, and it's I just find it fascinating to watch human behaviour in crisis. And when things are in, it depends how you define crisis, right? But well, let's just say there's a a generally accepted crisis. People are looking for leadership in crisis because most people aren't good at handling things. Not good at handling change, not good at handling tension, not good at handling conflict. And so people are going to panic mode. And people normally go into a defensive mode as well. Uh, Most people don't like feedback. Most people aren't particularly coach. Well, I wouldn't say most. Maybe it's 50-50. You know, you've got a percentage of the population that's left-brained. You've got a percentage of the population that's right-brained. You've got cultural differences. You've got values and belief differences uh, that uh, really have an impact on the way people respond to certain situations. I'm very cool. I'm very left-brained, but I'm very cool and calm and collected. And I am the sort of person that processes more things over time. So if there's a, a crisis then I'm going to analyse it before I respond to it. Just like I've been doing over the last half hour since I found out that I had a text. I thought, okay, what do I do here? My first response is, I need to take a test. Second response is, all right, I need to move away from my daughter right now. I need to like physically separate myself in the same room, so I'm you know, social distancing. I need to think about, all right, should I just leave right now? I don't have access to a testing kit. Should I just leave? I'm thinking about the risk of uh, what me being there could have on other patients and stuff. I think, okay, best thing to do is leave. Go do a test and leave. And then lap on my daughter's mind at rest. I'll send her an email. Uh, she doesn't have a phone in her room. I can call her uh, a little bit later uh, to have a conversation with her uh, about it and just continue from where we were today. Uh, she's going to miss me. Well, there's another thing. My cat, Whiskers. Oh, Whiskers, he's going to... Well, he's not that old, he's seven. Um, he's going to miss me when I go because uh, yeah, my eldest daughter, uh, she might come back and stay from... You know, time to time, a couple of nights, but um, otherwise she'll be staying at her mum, and they'll go there every day to to feed uh, Whiskers. But he's so attached to me that 
and um, yeah, he, he's really going to miss me uh, because he's with me all day pretty much like I go out for meetings and different things like right now uh, he has a sleep uh, on up in my bedroom and he knows that I'll, I'll come back in a few hours uh, you know wherever I am uh, this afternoon he'll be there with me uh, he, he wants to be in the same room if I sit on the couch he'll sit on the couch if I'm you know, when it gets to, to night time and bedtime, he wants to jump up on the bed, he wants to be touching me, you know, like have his body warmth against my body warmth. And, uh, it's just one of those things that he will miss me when I'm gone, so maybe I need to be here for him. Um, who knows? Um, but yes, yeah, so when I, I think about uh, the human behavior and how people are responding, it's, like, it's such an interesting fascinating observation when you you just pull apart the human the element how certain people respond and uh, I tell you you can learn a lot about somebody where there is some conflict and or whether there was a crisis and that kind of stuff and uh, it helps you work out for my mind anyway uh, who you want to be spending time with because for me I want to be around people that are good in the crisis not people that um you know, can't respond in a, a positive way or anything like that. Um, you know, people that move into a blame game or really defensive, and they're you know they're not that uh, that coachable. It's like with you know, you can talk to your your blue in the face, uh, somebody that's not coachable, not listening, and just says that you're wrong, or so makes something else wrong, someone else. Then they're never going to hear the opportunity to improve and whenever there is conflict whether there is a, a crisis there is always a learning opportunity but if you're going to place blame then you're really deaf to the opportunity and uh, yeah that's what I observed uh, it happened yesterday that's what I observed I was like wow that's so interesting and it also helps me realise how much I've grown. Because I perhaps may have been in a similar situation at some point in my life. I reckon probably in my teens or early 20s, but certainly not beyond that. My, my thinking has, has certainly grown. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's really curious. Really curious. And then just how people then further respond... You know, once you know that there is a crisis, like I'm like, okay, well, let's jump straight in and address it. Uh, people that don't like conflict, I, mean, I think it's probably fair to say that most people don't enjoy conflict, having really hard, tough conversations with people, removing the emotion from it and, and you know, getting to the guts of what the real issue is. Whereas I will do that. I'll say, well, what's the, you know, what's the problem? Okay. If there's a problem between, say, me and another person, I'll say, okay, let me go and talk directly to that person. I'm not a, hey, how dare you, you know, kind of aggro type person. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I get right to it. I say, hey, there's someone to catch up with you. Um, you know, I can see that there's a, a problem here. Let's talk about you know, why do you have a problem with me or why was this an issue or whatever so that you can really understand it. Now, I have very few people around where I have issues like that. I can see that people 
I might have issues with me because of uh, perhaps the way that I I don't enter into chit chat. I'm not a particularly social person uh, because I, that's just not my lifestyle. I don't don't like going to things. I'm wasting time doing things. I'd much rather have a, a meaningful conversation with somebody one on one or you know reach out to them at a different time rather than a social setting because I just don't. I just don't enjoy that kind of thing. My time's too precious. I'd rather do something else. Uh, but what I do is like there was you know, this crisis I was just talking about. So I reached out to the three people that uh, were impacted by this and had really solid conversations with me. And each one of them uh, really valued the conversation and you know gave me some really positive feedback about you know, thanking me for for reaching out and talking about the good work that I do and uh, in building relationships and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, now, I could have just ignored it and just played a blame game and said, well, this is all on you. Yeah, nothing to do with me. I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. It's like people respond for a reason and it comes down to people's perceptions. Somebody that I used to work with, a senior manager, said to me one time, their perception is their reality. I've never forgotten it because it was a real pivotal moment for me when they said it. And I thought, yeah, I, I really get that. And you can say, no, they're wrong. And you're right. And you can be just rock solid on, no, they're just wrong. Okay, how's that working for you? Because it's their perception that you are wrong. It's your perception that they're wrong. Now, if you want to just stay in that lane you're missing an opportunity to learn about the person to listen more about from their their point of view I think the the key is to just for a moment think of something where maybe there's some conflict in your your life at the moment just whether it be you know with your kids whether it be with a partner whether it be with a, a friend a business partner staff member whatever family member just think for a moment is there a slight chance just a slight tiny little chance that you are not looking at from looking at the situation from their perspective and that you don't fully understand it and that you may be judging too harshly or you may be wrong in the decision that you've come to? Do you think there's a slight chance? And I think if you say no to all of that, no, I'm completely right, no, I am considering absolutely every aspect, that angle that they could be thinking of, no, I'm thinking about it from you know, their perspective 100%, then I would say you're wrong because if there's a conflict and there's a problem and you don't think there is, then clearly you don't get it because the other person has a big problem. And if you don't then take the time and the understanding to understand what's going on for them, then you're never going to grow. You're never going to step into, into their shoes. So that, now let's just say that you have stepped into their shoes and you are in a like neutral thinking to really hear not talk over them and be defensive and stuff, but to listen and hear and understand what's going on for them, then you allow room to say, 
oh wow, I just had never thought about it from that perspective before. Oh, I didn't know that you had this going on. Oh, I didn't know that when I did this or I said this, that that was the impact that it had on you. Oh, I didn't know that that person said this. Like, you know how complex life is. And I'm a, a fairly private person. And so is there a chance that there is something going on for somebody behind closed doors that is having a massive impact in their life that they do not share? And the answer is yes, of course there is. So when you start to open up your mind that, well, wow, it doesn't matter how thinly you slice something, there are always two sides. And often we get trapped in the one side way too much and that doesn't allow room to be open to listening to the other side. Because if you think you're 100% right in your life about every single thing, I would say, how is that working out for you? Because I guarantee you, you're not gonna be living your dream life. You're not gonna have the ultimate level of health. You're not gonna have the you know, the best, the best relationship in the world, the best level of, of wealth, uh, the best focus, the best energy, the best anything, you might say, oh, well, yes, I do. I'd say, well, I'd say that you're probably kidding yourself and you, you're missing opportunities to do better. If you think you can't improve in any area of your life at all, I would say, well, you're kidding yourself. I can improve in all areas of my life and I have a high level of success. But I know that there is a different level for me. You've got to be open. Understand that there's always two sides. And then in that way you'll learn and you'll grow. And it's only through doing this myself that I realise how much I was limiting my potential growth. Because I wasn't open to maybe hearing the other side. Wasn't open to growing a, a little bit more and looking for opportunities and understanding that, well, wow, there, yes, there is absolutely opportunity here and now. There is opportunity that you don't know about in building relationships. So I'll give you a, a good example. I'm about to yeah, hopefully fly to Los Angeles. And... I was on a coaching call last night and what they're really encouraging us to do is to not spend a lot of time hanging out with the people that we know. Now, I've spent the last three years building relationships with people internationally, haven't been able to see them in person, but of course there's only so much that you can do with people that you already know, right? You can do social and that kind of stuff, but this isn't designed to be a social event from a you know mates catching up with mates kind of thing but that's what attracts a lot of people like i'm getting messages from people i can't wait to see you uh you know i want to give you a hug and you know all this kind of stuff it's like yeah fantastic i mean i'm looking forward to uh, seeing all these people again because it's been so long and we've been apart for so so long yeah it'd be really cool and it'd be great to spend so much time with all the people that i don't normally get to spend time with but i know them 
but I have to step way outside my comfort zone and say, well, no, you've got to go and meet people that you don't know because we're looking for opportunities just like I've built with these people to connect in a few minutes with people so that you've, you've only got so much networking time but just connecting with more and more people and you just never know what the opportunity can come from that particular opportunity. So that's what, uh, that's what I'm going over there uh, to do. If I just sit there and stay connected with the people that I want to, yeah, by instinct and, and reflex, naturally want to stay connected with, then I'm missing an opportunity to uh, you know, bring out more and have more, more opportunities to to grow. So think about all the relationships I have now. They came from events like this and taking opportunities and spending some time just to get to know people. So if I want to do more of that, as in get more of those contacts, con, you know, contacts around me, then well, clearly I've got to do more of the same thing. But for me, it's a it's a big stepping outside my comfort zone because I'm naturally introverted um, but it gives me a good chance to be practicing practicing the networking and doing all doing all that kind of stuff but anyway look I'm going to stop it there I will um, I'm about five minutes away from home I'm, we're almost at 30 minutes here on this uh, connection so I will um, I come back and let you know what the result is see you soon I have a result drum roll it's negative Whew. I'm safe. LA, here we come still. See you tomorrow.